Welcome, friends, to Tanked Up, the podcast all about video games and beer. It's episode 324. I'm going to be host Ben here with Lucy. Hello. And Adol. Hey. We're going to drink some beers. We're going to talk about some video games. Uh, welcome, a returning Lucy as well. Been off for a few weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Loads of games, I imagine, to talk about. I think I make this joke every time you have had, you know, yeah. 20 minutes off. Like, oh, you've completed all the games <laughs> in those 20 minutes. It's fine. I mean, two weeks ago, I, I would have had no games. Mm. In earnest, I haven't played games until recently, about two months. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Elden Ring just did a number on you and sort of... It did. Um, and then Tunic broke mm. my soul. <laughs> Yeah, let's get into it. Let's open some beers up first. Uh, Lucy, what are you going to be drinking this evening? I'm going to be drinking a beer from Quantic Brewery. Mm. Uh, I forget where they are. Where are they? Just in... Oh, they're down, down in Somerset. In, yeah, yeah down in Somerset. Um, and this is the Laurel Lager, Dry Hop Lager, 4%. Um, mm. It says, our brew crew have been waiting for what feels like years to get started on this beauty. An expertly dry hot lager, the perfect first quencher after a long day's work. Well, I don't think I've ever done one of those, but uh, using a gently toned down <laughs> version of our house lager base, a clean and neutral lager yeast, and a healthy addition of Laurel P90 called Cold Side. Uh, this drinkable delight haunts floral and straw flavours with subtle citrus and melon Nice hops, Laurel, Laurel, Nice, nice, nice. Uh, Adol, what are you opening first? Uh, I'm having this one. Which one is this, this one? Uh, it is a Bristol Beer Factory Ooh. IPA citrus with lactose, well above sea level. So it is huge hit citrus U.S. IPA with added lactose for that full-bodied creamy goodness. From the garden to the beach, this India Pale Ale is ready to go. Naturally hazy. And it is a um, 440ml can and 5%. Nice. Cool. I haven't had a new Bristol for ages. Yeah, I saw it in the, it was actually just in the corner store and I was like, oh, you carry new Bristol now. Cool. Nice. Nice. Um, uh, my my beers this evening are also from the uh, the shop around the corner, Jobby, uh, as I've had a very busy week and haven't been out to the bottle shop. But luckily, I get to drink some Arbors for this evening. And I'll, I'll try and tangentially tie it in and pretend like I prepared this, but the pub I went to last night having an Arbor tap takeover tonight. So that kind of makes sense in my head somehow. Uh, but <laughs> I am going to drink a beer I think I've had on the podcast before, but one that I don't think I was that hot on from Arbor. So we'll see how it's fared. Now, this is uh, Galazaka, ah, which yeah. is a New England IPA. Uh, actually, both of the ones I've got are New England IPAs. This is 6.2%. It's a New England IPA brewed with Galaxy and a Zaka hops. That's everything. Um, <laughs> da, 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 they actually say on their cans. I didn't realize this. Uh, 100% cold chain. I don't know whether that's... It's an EU address, 100% cold chain. Uh, maybe that's just the name of a place. I don't know whether that suggests that they're doing 100% cold chain. But who knows. Uh, so I will crack this open. And we'll roll back round to you, Lucy, as you're, you've got your nose in, you're sniffing away. 
Yeah, it's very, very floral, as I said. Mm-hmm. The floral laurel. Yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah, I get I get that kind of alluded to on the can. It's got a very, yeah, it's fun. Sweet, almost bubblegummy kind of estuary smell to it. Mm. But, yeah, quite quite light in its original. And straw coloured. Bit, bit of haze. Um, not completely transparent. Nice bit of carbonation still going on. Yes, yeah, decent looking beer. Nice. Mmm. There's a lot of pininess on the back of that. Ooh. Almost like a. What you'd expect from like. Like a. Pale ale. Mmm. Beer. Westy. Okay. Nice though. Yeah. It's it's refreshing. Um, I think. I mean, there's a lot of carbonation still going off it, so I think the carbonation helps helps it to be refreshing. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's got a nice like kind of piney, nestle finish to it. Not a ton of fruit. You're getting a little. Bit of subtlety more at the start of the finish, and then it kind of, as I say, like finishes with that like piney, nestle kind of flavour, which is a bit strange for a lager. Not even used to that as a lager. You sort of maybe getting, you know, more of a malty finish on most lagers that I'd expect, maybe ish. Mm-hmm. But um. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really nice. It's really light. It's, as I say, it's got a nice bit of subtle fruit at the start of it. Um, I'd probably say something like lemon. Not lemon. <laughs> Melon. Um, mm. But it's also got, like, yes, a bit of hint of lemony freshness to nice. it as well. But it's really nice. Um, this is, like, perfect for, like, a really hot summer's day. Yeah. Like, you could just smash this back easily. It's, it's got, like, a really nice can feel like really good water quality into it. Like very mm. very easy and very soft. Um despite having that carbonation that gives it that crispness and that freshness. But yeah, it's really well balanced. It's it's a nice little lager. Just for four percent, you're still getting quite a decent bit of, you know, flavour profile from the fruits at the start and that kind of like slightly bitter finish at the end. So. Mm, mm, nice. That sounds really good. It is, it is. I, I, I bought a box because I don't really think I've ever had Quantic Brewery. Mm-hmm. I bought it from uh, Bruiser, their subscription. Oh, yeah. And mm. uh, I've just seen that one of the beer shops that I frequent to get my cans and stuff like that um, start stocking them. So I'll, I'll, I'll check them out a bit nice. more. The ones that weren't in the box, obviously. So I'm guessing. They, they they put like usually put a core range to like you know to put their best foot forward mm-hmm. on the uh, bruiser subscription boxes and not necessarily their newest beers so it'll be good to try some of those ones for this yeah nice nice yeah. good uh, Adol, we'll jump to you yeah so I'm surprised because it is relatively clear mm-hmm. for a self advertised creamy hazy IPA. Um, I mean, it's got some haze, right? But you can definitely still see my fingers through 
uh, this sort of straw gold color. It's got a really lovely citrus and tropical nose. Think like, um, I want to say like passion fruit with some lemon on top or lemon with some passion fruit on top. Um, Mm, you immediately notice that creaminess from the lactose, so. Okay. Um, it's got a lovely mouthfeel. Uh, first impression is also that lemon's coming through. Mmm, and a bit of tangerine almost. I think that's the tropical and the lemony sort of interplaying. Mm. It's got a lovely... Um, bitterness, uh, slightly pithy bitterness, um, on the finish, but sort of isn't too strong. And again, there's that sweetness coming through with that tangerine type taste. It, it sort of, they sort of take turns going back and forth on the finish. And it finishes, um, reasonably wet, uh, in the mouthfeel, but, um, rather not dry, I should say, not, not necessarily wet. Um, and it, uh, well, it's, so I'm just thrown by how the lactose is not as apparent as I was thinking it would be. Mm-hmm. It's just making it feel a bit thicker. It's bringing out some sweeter notes in the citrus. I'm supporting that the the, the difference between the citrus and the tropical flavorings, mm. and 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 making it. Uh, I where I don't know where I put the thing. I'm sure, the flavor text said something like. Creamy goodness, and I, and it, the key there is it's not too creamy. Like it does, pretty much tastes like you would think a beer looking like this would, except it's just it's just a bit more full, and and then that fullness is bringing all those tastes together. Um, I'm getting a bit more of a pithiness now that uh, I think I've gotten used to the rest of the um, flavor on my palate. So the, the there is a moment of like almost rind bitterness. Mm. Um, I'm curious if that'll also fade in, in as I get my palate acclimatizes. But this is really refreshing. Um, great for a hot day. And for a lactose-based beer, and like it clearly has some sweetness, and it's a bit thick. It's, it's, it's not a lot of lactose, and so it's still quite refreshing. It's not... I was kind of worried it might be a little too thick, a little too sweet, even though it's an IPA for, like, oh, it's a hot day. This is, again, that lactose is just... just literally just thickening it out, just bringing some of those flavors together and a bit forward. Um, it's definitely a beer you wouldn't be taking big slugs of because it just has a bit more robustness, but that's okay. about it. Like, you could still drink this really quickly. It's still still an IPA. still got that lovely tropical and citrus-type z- zing to it. Yeah, it's, it's really good. It's, um... Oh, yeah, like I said, I'm mostly I'll have to get back to you on um, how it... how that... that bitterness ends up because it sort of was at a reasonable bit then it's a bit bit too pithy now i'm hoping it'll well i'm not being pithy but it <laughs> is pithy uh it'll it'll i'm hoping it'll settle a little because it's a bit too much like rind i guess is is okay. that's where i'm at right now yeah, but yeah. again that's just one of the small tastes and uh it's still quite a, quite a taste of beer yeah good good um i i've got a couple of similar notes in this uh in this beer to yours i cannot remember what i thought about galazaka when i've had it previously which must be a year or so ago maybe it was around about when they'd first 
uh, uh, brewed it and released it as kind of like a new beer. Um, it is, as you kind oh. of, like it's almost a solid block. Um, mm. Poured with, you know, when I poured it, the head was kind of this. Um, but that dissipated really quickly. And it's got a very light nose, like a little hint of orange in there in that nose, but not too sweet. But in the flavour, you're getting this not massively different flavour, but you're, you're, you're hit with a lot more than the nose kind of gives. So the nose is quite light, and you expect, oh, okay, maybe it's going to be a little bit of a lighter beer. It's maybe going to be you know, a little bit more kind of like squashy or something, trying to do a bit more of a juicy kind of New England. But the flavour is actually really big. Which is great. And it's almost... It is almost like you, you've bit into an orange. You know, you've, got a, you've got a nice juicy orange. You've bit into it. And you're getting a lot of that flesh and the, a little bit of the rind as well. If you've kind of bit down a little bit too far. But the sweetness isn't quite there. And I can't... You know, it's it's almost like I bit into an orange, and it's just not quite as sweet. It just has maybe lost a little bit. It's not quite very fresh. It's a little old, and I can't quite work out whether it's closer to something like a like a riper kind of melon um, sort of flavour. There's a little bit of earthiness in there, and it's just it's the absence of that sweetness which is kind of throwing me off because I'm sort of thinking. There should be something here. There should be just a little, even a tiny little hint of sweetness just to kind of cut through this little bit more earthy uh, um, kind of flavour in there. Something that's a little bit more fruity, perhaps. But I like it. And again, I can't tell you why I didn't like it previously. Or maybe not that I didn't like it, but that I thought, okay, this is, you know, it's all right. It's not great. But I like this now. And I don't know whether that's mm. just a change in taste, whether they've done anything to the beer instead. Um, it's just that a different time of year, potentially. Um, it's the first beer of the day. It hasn't followed something else. Uh, all kinds of reasons why I may feel yeah. slightly differently about it now. I mean, that's why, you know, people don't like the review of like and stuff like mm. that. Because, you know, there's so many different variables. Going yeah. First try of a beer, that particular beer, that particular day, um, and yeah, sometimes it's best to you know give a beer another try unless it's like god awful and you don't yeah. you know that you don't like it. Like, yes. it's like yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah. A, a banana pastry stout, which no, I never like. So <laughs> yeah, but yeah good, that's good, fair. Another, another, another second stab. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, and it's it. I, I suppose the only we don't drink a huge amount of um, like beers day in day out that are the same beer. You know, we're not buying mm. a four pack of X core range beer from some brewery and drinking that every other day kind of thing. We try lots and lots of different beers. So as you say, Lucy, it's great to kind of go back and experience that because it will always, you know, the more beers and the more flavors you're getting, the more your palate will change and in expand. Um, the more you might be able to pick out certain flavors. And before I might have gone, well, I'm not picking out very much. You know, it's this kind of day. 
I'm only getting the earthy notes, which you know we've derided a little bit on this change with double IPAs and things like that. And this is this is six point two percent, so it's not massive, um, but it's got a few of those earthy notes. But because there's a little bit extra going on, and I'm able to get that today, even though I can't describe it very well, I'm still getting that flavour coming through today. That it just changes how I perceive the beer. So yeah, mm. as you say, it's always worth going back to something. Uh, unless it's steady rolling around and it's solid every single time you drink it, and uh, you know, there's got to be other mm. beers around the country which are just that kind of like solid every single time. Uh, every time you have them, um, what's the what's the Donzoko one? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Northern Hellas. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. that's like a solid mm. beer every single time you have it. There, there are some. Really, really good beers out there that just nail it. Um, but yeah, so I, I'm glad I've come back to this. Um, again, might not be on my list of beers to buy every single time. Um, but for today, I'm enjoying it. So yeah. Good. Excellent. We shall drink these beers and move on with our conversations to talk about video games or whatever we want to this week. What does everyone want to talk about? Who wants to jump in? Who's got things to chat? Oh, mm. been here for a while. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I got uh, quite a big, hefty handheld. Oh yes. How's that going? It's good, and it's got a little crank. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, amazing. <laughs> And it needs charging. Um, ah. Yeah, my, my, my little play date, which... Oh, yeah, you can see the screen up on there. Because um, yeah. my biggest uh, knock against it so far is it doesn't have backlight. So it's like oh, going back to cut, yeah. 1990, um, the Game well, Boy. The Game Boy had a backlight. It just was awful. <laughs> I know, because I have one right there. It came, oh, there. The backlight came later, didn't it? Yeah. That, I, like, much I, later. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can't see this. You people. Yeah. See this? This is a Game Boy. Yes, it is Game Boy, yes. <laughs> Game Boy is Game Boy. It has the contrast slider, which, yeah. which, and it has a light there and a light there that's very shite. But it technically <laughs> yeah, but is backlight. Shite light. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's... I mean, it, it, it. I'm just gonna play tennis. Yeah. <laughs> um. Also, I'm. I need to find out what the best glue is to put the face back on because it fell out in um, transit. Mm. Also, I just, uh, just used, I, I talk uh, over the Tetris noise because we'll get copyright strike. But Nintendo mm, yes. is like <laughs> fucking harsh on anyone on YouTube. Like, yeah. how dare you play yeah. one second of anything Nintendo related? <laughs> I'll um send you a thing where I bought. Acetate, like, uh, oh really? Because yeah. I have the thing. Yeah, yeah. I just don't know how to put it back on without. I don't want to use too harsh a glue on on the yeah. OG plastic. Mm. I'll, I'll I'll send you the the because it's quite free. Yeah, you mm. almost want like a mounting spray or something like that, but to be very specific in its areas. Mm. Well, that's the uh, link. Awakening. Uh, yeah, that's the one. <laughs> that one. <laughs> 
You know, the Dreamfish one yeah, that I recently one. beat on the Switch. The, and the, was like, oh, I wish it was this. And then I went back to Canada and I was like, this! <laughs> have you have you played it since bringing it back? I haven't because I just more recently played Link's Awakening. Also, yeah. um, I need to put batteries in the thing. And- Hell yeah. Um, so the play date, Lucy. I see you've yeah. got a lovely, <laughs> little, a lovely little flip uh, um, case yeah, yeah. on it as well. Yeah. Was that, did, that, did that come as so part like, of no, the... No, you have to buy it separately, I think. Yeah. It but was so long ago. From <laughs> then? So it's, it's like an yes, accessory yeah. that they make? Yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah. Cool. Um, and they'll probably be like third party accessories that have um, <laughs> backlight or something like that. A little, little torch that you can shine on it. But yeah, it's it's a really well-made thing. I mean, mm. you'd expect it for... Again, I don't know how much it cost. Was it like £200 or something like that? I can't remember. Was it? Was it that I, much? Well, maybe it was much? 150 yeah. or something like that. Um, but it's basically, you know, a a premium item. Like, mm-hmm. you can cheat yeah, it was 179 USD, so I can't imagine okay, it being... So maybe 150. 150 or yeah. something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, but it, it, it's it's got a nice little bit of weight to it. It's got a really nice form factor. The buttons are excellent. Like, the Z-pad's got a nice clip to it, as the uh, two-face button. Mm. The crank, which I haven't used a lot, to be honest. I was going to um, ask. But, but it feels good. Um, I, I think, I think it, I mean, it's it's certainly a gimmicky thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it is like a, you know, very boutique kind of, platform um which is i'll get into like sort of what i believe like the community around this would be but it's it, it feels it feels like a quality product like just the way it's made mm. and um the software is really good i mean it's a i mean it's all just like one bit kind of graphics yeah. very like not much of these like kind of graphics and so this will be just like very niche product for people who like well people who like me are old and <laughs> like the things the way they were and really like like the kind of creativity that comes with limitations and i think this is exactly like a product for me it may not be yeah. necessarily be for other people like the um when they announced the the developers who were making games for it or have games in development for it, it was like, yep, check Lucas Pope, yep, check uh, Zach Gage, check. Yeah, th- these are right. all creators that I love. And uh, by the way, Zach Gage's latest game is not working on, I think it should be on Android, iOS. Hmm. Very good. Um, <laughs> oh, look. <laughs> I, I just bought it straight away because I love his game. Um, and I, it's just like one of those things that it just becomes a deadly. Daily ritual and um, this is another one of those. Um, not worth with a K. Yeah, cannot, cannot. Words. Cannot words. Yeah, I think it's on Steam as well, but um, definitely best place to play mm. would be on a mobile platform. Um, but yeah, it's 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 a really the design form and form factor is very very nice. It's one of those that you you can literally put it in your pocket, it isn't like. I don't know, the Switch, everyone says, a hype, you know, hyperbolically, like, yeah, you can put it in your pocket and go anywhere. This one, you mm. literally can. Yeah. And the, even though the screen isn't backlit, it, I mean, it looks amazing in just natural light anyway. Um, the screen is really sharp. 
Uh, I haven't played many of the games yet. I'll get into why later. Okay. But, um, <laughs> it's 2022, and as soon as I got my play date, what did I do? I go to the Tetris.io store, yep, and I download <laughs> the uh, Playtrist, uh, which is a Tetris game which someone just put out on itch.io. It's like, that's what I love about this thing the most, that it's just so easy to sideload right. games mm. onto it. Um, that's nice. You literally go to, you can go to the play, you don't have to even plug it into your computer, you can go to the Playdate website and there's a, um, they have a page where it's just sideload. Oh, and you wow. You can load the files from like itch.io and just drag and drop. Oh, that's amazing. Every time you go on your Playdate, it's like, new games are available. So it, like it just it, it just you've you've logged into your account on their website and it kind of just syncs up with the machine yeah. and that will just yeah. download stuff based upon whatever you've got in your library. Absolutely, yeah. And it nice. does a cute little That's very like, good. 3DS thing where you get a new game and it shows a little present when you open yeah, yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. But yeah, it's so seamless and mm. that's what I love about it. It's like just went on the itch.io page, search for playdate, you know, tag, and it's like, oh what's this? What's this? What's this? And it's just weird little tchotchkes and weird experimental things. And it's like, just drag and drop and you're on your way. So that's what I love about this platform. It's just going to be so much homebrew, creative mm. little things on it. And I think people, maybe it won't be supported long term, like, you know, by, by developers looking to get paid and stuff like that. But I think mm. it's going to be just an extension of like people who, you know, getting into game dev or just making small things on the side, just putting things out on play day. I think there'll be a not considerable, but a a decent enough community size community to keep people within that um, you know kind of space mm. making games for it. So, and yeah, I think I think that's the best thing about it. Um, the season one games when you buy it, I think, which is good. It's like the price of admission. You bought the mm. hardware, and now it's, you get season one, and there's going to be a season two at least of just twenty-four games. You get two new ones each week. Oh wow! So it'll be twelve weeks in the first season. Um, it, depending on when you get it, that's when your right. season starts. So some people may already be in season. Oh, interesting. You know, like. Four, four weeks through that's really clever so you're yeah. still getting drip fed content which will make yeah. you want to use it at least for that three months yeah exactly. which is all you kind of like it's disposable income right like video game disposable income like if it if it, it enthralls you for most of three months even at 150 bucks that's pretty good and yeah. Yeah. that'll help justify buying season two i bet that's really really smart yeah mm. i think i'm not sure if season two is or free at this point, but you at least get season one. As mm. it's, it's enough to tide you over, and it's enticing enough to put up that, you know, 150 price tag at the start. So, um, but yeah, I think I think this platform is just going to live on in, as I say, that very niche homebrew community. Um, I mean, just seeing stuff like someone. This was on Twitter, so. <laughs> I don't know if they actually put this out in the wild or whatever. It's a video of like, oh, the, there's Soldier Boy dancing and then the, the, crank, <laughs> the crank, the music starts and it's like, nice. it slows up and starts dancing. Like, okay. Just weird rubbish like that where it's like, yeah, I'll check this out. 
in two minutes because it literally takes 30 seconds to sideload it onto it. Yeah. And, um, yeah, and there's and the it's like got you know open source developments that like anyone can make games mm. this as long as they've got like some programming knowledge. Um, yeah, and that and that's free. It's like you just go on their website and it's like here's the dev kit, download it, make nice. games for it. So. Yeah, it's very. It, it seems very uh, maker friendly in yeah. in, in what yeah. it's kind of trying to do without it being kind of. Yes, we've commissioned some people to, you know, game devs to come along and make some stuff for this, so we can have a reasonable kind of initial lineup for games and 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 releases mm-hmm. and stuff. Uh, it, and it, it's almost kind of like the now, I suppose, abandoned Apple Arcade kind of uh, thing, <laughs> where they were kind of like, right, we, we you know we're launching this, we kind of want to have games coming out every X number of weeks or whatever. Yeah. And these guys have gone, right, well, let's make it, as you said, Lucy, a little bit more boutique rather than it trying to, rather than us trying to look at that long-term thing and then fizzling out, let's go, right, we'll do this set amount of stuff. Right, great, we've got it sorted. We've got that stuff. Now let's think about what we're going to do for the next set of stuff. And whilst we're doing that, let's just put the dev kit for people to make and play and do stuff for it. Because that's how it will live Hmm. for... Yeah, yeah, five, eight, ten years rather than eighteen A years. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it will be like the Vita when the Vita's dead, <laughs> but there's like one developer just saying, "I made this really cool thing in the year 2022," <laughs> and it's like everyone flocks to it. Yeah, it's like the yeah. Last Vita Please game. don't kill the store. <laughs> <laughs> I, ju- I just, I just want to sell three copies, okay? <laughs> but um, yeah, I'll, I'll probably, you know. Update more on the uh, seasonal games and mm. the, the the you know the different games that are in there because it's still early days for for the um, platform. So mm. yeah, I mean if I back like uh, I'm really only playing it during the day. In, in uh, <laughs> otherwise, you know, my eyes would just drop out. Um, <laughs> yeah, but uh, nice, nice. That is the play day. I'll speak Good. Um, but yeah, I, I really like it. It's just a, a cute little thing. Um, that uh, I'm happy to have because it's it it brings me nostalgia. Mm. Pixels. So yeah. Um, now we want to roll on to a small handheld that I got in the post. Oh, we yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Is this it's like the month the of the month of handheld? <laughs> yeah. mm. This handheld season. Uh, ah, that's I the one I was Steam waiting for. Deck, yeah, yeah. The Steam Deck. Um, I love it. It's my baby. <laughs> yeah, I've thrown I mean, how my do you switch j- out the window? How, how <laughs> do you how do you balance your handheld time between the two? Well, that's the thing. Um, I got the Steam Deck last week. And that Which has is... meant that I haven't really touched my play date and games. Um I'm very jealous. My ETA is still after October twenty twenty two. Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna lie, you should be jealous. I was jealous <laughs> of people who had it. Oh which model which April. Which model did you end up getting again? Mid tier? Sixty four. Oh yeah, the, yeah. That's the one the, I the the, lo- the lower the, yeah. the lower the, the smaller storage one. 
Yeah, that's smart yeah. because you can just buy a one terabyte drive. I did. Well, I didn't even buy that either. I thought I had an extra micro SD somewhere. Oh, I just mean I... like the SSD <laughs> you can get. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's the same yeah. SSD that comes in like Microsoft Surface and stuff. So mm -hmm. you can get a used SSD by like a Bjorked um, Surface for cheap on eBay and then for half the price of the difference. And unless you really wanted mm. the fancy carrying case, it was just going to be cheaper. What? Was there a fancy carrying case? Because they gave me a carrying case. It's quite nice. <laughs> it uh, just comes with it. They, oh, yeah, I, that, I can't. Oh, let, me, let, let me look. There might be a fancy one. I don't know. Maybe you got the um, maybe you got the fancy carrying case because you brought it within a certain time period or something. No, no. There's the carrying case in the 350 pound version. The 460 pound version has the faster storage, the NVMe instead of the EMMC. So that's the thing that I would. You could like gray market a uh, drive, and you would notice performance yeah. increases. Mm -hmm. But again. Unless you need to carry all your games with you, you could just get a small NVMe for, again, less than half the difference. Uh, it has a carrying case and a profile bundle. But the 571 has a has fastest storage, premium anti-glass, and an exclusive carrying case, oh. along with a virtual keyboard theme and a Steam community profile bundle. Wonderful. But yeah, I don't know what's so great about the exclusive carrying case. It just case. says Steam Deck Wanker on the front of it or something. Yeah, like right. That. <laughs> Probably. But yeah, it's 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 really good. Um, it's even though it is a PC, mm -hmm. quote unquote. I mean, it has a really good user experience. Like right at at, at the gate. Um, I think obviously it would help. Maybe I'm coming from a privileged position where. I use Steam. Maybe mm. someone um, doesn't, and this is like their first foray into PC games. Maybe it's not as intuitive, but as someone who knows the, the, the ecosystem, it's right. very seamless and um, very easy to use. Um, and that's all I've been playing for like what? the last week. I mean, that yeah. makes total sense. I think I yeah. would struggle to not want a game in bed. I mean, that's all I've been doing. I finished a lot of games. Like, I didn't play any games for like two months, and mm. I finished like five games in a week. Very wow. minor, well, smaller games. Can Can you speak to what you played? Um, let me get up my spreadsheet. I played Strange Horticulture, uh, where you own your own plant shop. It's like a puzzle game. Plant shop and identifying plants. Thumbs up. Um, mm. Elekhead. Which is oh, yeah. a puzzle game. Mm. I was I was specifically waiting to for Steam Deck to play this game. Oh, I can um, imagine. Yeah. Double thumbs up for nice. that one. Um, I played the Aperture Desk Job game, which is just the tutorial made by Valve set in the Portal universe. Mm -hmm. Um, that's eight thumbs down because it makes oh. me wish that Valve made games um, <laughs> ah, because yeah. they're so good at it and. But they, apparently they're good at hardware well and software. Yeah, that that's a Linux machine in your hands. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, that, that, I mean, we, we can we can get onto a bigger topic discussion about Valve. Mm -hmm. What are Valve actually doing? They employ fucking thousands of people, and yeah, just Steam like, algorithms. Just, I mean, just, <laughs> what are they all doing? I think they're building like an atomic bomb or something. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> 
What else are they doing? They're doing something evil. They're turning Gabe Newell into the like Warhammer 40,000 living emperor, aren't they? Just turning <laughs> him into a throne so he'll live forever. Um, something like that in After Death Job. So Mm. Uh, but yeah, shame that they don't make more games because it was really, really good half an hour. Um, Yinglet, which is a you play as a sexual space dolphin. Oh, I added the sexual I think, <laughs> space dolphin. Um, <laughs> but it's it, it's sort of like this very abstract platformer, and it, it's really fun. Um, check check that one out. It's spelled Y N G L E. Yinglet. Yinglet. I played a game, very short experience, 15 minutes, called Swallow the Sea, which is sort of like a. It's flow, isn't it, from that game company where you're like this sea creature and you get bigger over time. Mm -hmm. Sort of like Mm -hmm. that, and uh, the mutant blob game where you're just ingesting things and you get bigger over time. That's a weird game. Um, <laughs> it's very grotesque looking and sort of got like some Nig Hog kind of look. Oh, wow. Well. Okay. Yeah. Um, and Raven's Hike is the latest game I've played, which is a game. I don't even know how I came across it. A very small game, but it's um, hmm. it's sort of got like a, it's like a single screen puzzle game, like kind of got like sort of looks like Celeste, but the movement is very different. You basically have this grappling hook, and um, I was using the D-pad, you can use joystick, but it's like, okay, you like grapple hook to one wall and grapple hook to another, and it's like... But it's very cardinal directiony. Yeah, and yeah. I really enjoy it. It's like, like it a, looks re- I really like the yeah. style of it. It's yeah. kind of... got great music. Retro-ish, mm-hmm. but like it's like a mix between like OG Prince of Persia... And cell shading, nice. it looks like. Yeah, yeah. And just put it on your wish list, because it'll be good. very cheap. Like, it's only like I mean, it's already only four pounds. So. Yeah, yeah. But it's it's a really... It, it's like... It's one of those games where it's, it's oh, got Twitch-based, cool. you know, gameplay to it. Um, but it's also... You can figure out... you. You you have time in some of the levels to have time to like plot out your route. You basically have to collect these like five blue coins in order for the door to open in the level. And it's like, okay, I need to zip across here, zip across there, zip across there. And it's like, gets progressively harder. Like different um, obstacles in your way, spike traps mm. and stuff like that. And it's yeah, I I really enjoyed it. Again, don't know oh, how really I came cool. across it, but. Yeah. Very cool. Nice. But yeah, those are the games that I played. You like you, you also week. played <laughs> Escape from Monkey Island, it seems. Oh yeah, I I was just testing out a few games to see if they worked because I was like, does this boot into like? Um... I was gonna ask how much because like I know I would just be like loading all kinds of random things. Like yeah. I would try Elden Ring on the damn Steam Deck <laughs> yeah. just to see how how it looked. Yeah. And um, felt. Given Elden Ring runs. Quite poorly, usually. <laughs> I don't know how it would be. Not, um, I find it okay. Uh, I, I, don't I only know have PC, a 2070. Oh, um, yeah, okay. Uh, it gets rough. But, um, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, But yeah, I, I'm currently playing uh, one of the Mac Venture games, uh, The Uninvited. Um, 
and I want like one of those games like to come to like the play date. I think it's a perfect game, for, like one mm. of something to my But yeah, I, I I'm loving it. Um, and it's like really light. <laughs> Surprisingly Is it? light. It looks huge, mm. but it's it, it when you hold it, you're like, this is way lighter than I thought it'd be. You know? Um, mm. How how is the like gripping and playing for longer periods? Because that's one great. of the things people said maybe was not great, but it's great for me. Um, my my switch, my hands cramp up quite immediately, even with the grip that I bought from. I'm not going to mention it because they recently was... a really sexist tweet. Oh no! <laughs> like, uh, it was them, yeah, and it's like uh, maybe oh. maybe don't buy from them. Um, but uh, yeah, even using that grip, um, my hands cramp up very quickly. Whereas with this, um, yeah, I have none of those issues. Um, my hands are bigger than probably most people, so it's like maybe that maybe that helps. But um, yeah, I imagine if you have small hands might be a bit more of a difficulty but mm -hmm. with me like very huge like i mean look my hands are huge so it, it, <laughs> yeah it, it feels good for me how do i mean, i'm having to like, like to say, you're using those back buttons much grip. and stuff i haven't haven't found the need yet um okay. so uh that might cause a problem because of that. yeah like i'd have to do the claw a little bit yeah yeah <laughs> yeah but um, for everything else, it's good. Um, oh man, you yeah, just yeah, imagine really if they'd if they just moved those buttons like an inch in, so so you're yeah. you're more like, you know, you can be kind of more like this rather than like mm -hmm. that. It's kind of just just a tiny tiny bit. But I guess they've got to try yeah. and appeal to like, four player, billion yeah. hand sizes. <laughs> yeah. The thing is, is that um. I'm guessing you'd probably use that if you're playing, you know, if you're a nerd and you play games on PC and you need, like, to play Dota or something like that. Uh, like, oh, I need this shortcut and I'm just a massive uh, nerd. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I think you would still want your mouse, though, is the problem. Yeah, and and there's, there's you know, the, the mouse controls and yeah, how are the it's customizable. Uh, Have you had to use them at all? Or yeah, I guess yeah, just I, navigation, I right? Because you yeah. so, sort of windows about sometimes, right? Yeah. Um, like in the Uninvited, which I'm playing now, it's like I changed the layout, so it's like, okay. I, I think on when it first loaded in, it you know automatically set to as if I was playing on a gamepad. And it's like, no, I just mm. want to use like a mouse and just right. change it to a mouse layout. But yeah, it's it's got like, yeah, the haptic feedback is really nice. It's very subtle, but it's noticeable did you ever use one of these no okay because i was curious because this that i think this t flop of a hardware thing that valve did <laughs> yeah. uh, the if you're not watching this on video i'm holding a steam troller uh, i think the haptic feedback on the pads were really good mm -hmm. it's just the overall placement of the, your hands and stuff wasn't perfect but also you kind of got used to it like before i got an xbox this was my controller and it was fine. And then I got an Xbox and was like, oh, I can just plug this in. It's better than fine. <laughs> but the but like when I was in big picture mode or whatever and like using the pad for the haptics, it was very easy to do sort of tight movements because you had that feedback uh -huh. Uh -huh. on a touchpad. 
Yeah. And well, whilst we're on control pads, I'll get it out of the box. Um, it's one of the reasons why I haven't plugged this <laughs> fucking thing in yet. I um, it just it just doesn't quite <laughs> feel great. The Google Stadia, like uh, it's, it's, control it's yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was just saying, could you tell the viewers what that monstrosity is? I mean, I, mean, I, mean, I had to speaking think for of a moment. failed innovations. <laughs> I, I, it's it's it, it just doesn't quite feel good because uh, again, on the pads, my fingers would mm. have to be kind of up like this rather than being able to be kind of you know there. I feel like they'd be kind of back. So you're already kind of a little bit like on it. And so whereas with the Xbox pad, yes, I'll unplug it so I don't have to use it. Um, I was going to say, you have an Xbox pad. You're a little bit more, you know, you'd still kind of be like this, but they're so smooth in the way that they're formed that actually you sit like this a lot better. Yeah, you can easily, like, second segment of your yes, fingers completely. push Whereas the triggers. This, this just feels a little bit like they're, they're, they're not they're in an awkward place. Just feel a little yeah. bit of an odd thing. And couldn't, like, pad design is so difficult to get right. So for the, for the Steam Deck to kind of be in a position at least where you're feeling comfortable, you know, even more difficult for a handheld. So, uh, yeah, to be in a place where you feel comfortable with yeah. playing it is really good. Yeah, I mean, I haven't tried anything like intensive, like a FPS or anything like that, um, mm. with with controls, obviously, rather than using a. Oh god! But, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah, I haven't tried anything too intensive, but just from like just uh, the, the 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 kind of games that I want to play, you know, like I think I think bigger games, I prefer to play them on a console. Yeah. Um, but my PC at this point has just become my work PC, and it's like, mm. Mm. I've never been someone who likes playing on PC more than anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always been a console person, so yeah. having this, it's just like, best of both worlds. I get to play all the games that I can find for cheaper on Steam, or that, <laughs> you know, it's just like, I have, yeah, my Switch, it's just, yeah, I'll just throw it in the bin. <laughs> the only reason I haven't thrown it in the bin is because like, I've got like hundred quid worth of credit on there that I haven't used, and it's like mm. as soon as I use that up on like two games, um, <laughs> Zelda or something. But, but um, d- d- does it then? Is it going to make that? You know what? What the Switch came out, and everyone's like, "Oh, it's a handheld. It's full of indie games. It's brilliant." You know, suddenly with this coming out, does the Switch? Does the Nintendo Switch become more like the PlayStation ecosystem where people are picking it up for those exclusive games? Yeah. Yeah. Rather than everything, well, you you can just emulate them very easily anyway. Mm, yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah, the, the Switch is just old at this point. Mm. This will eventually get old. It's just yeah. the thing is that I don't think Nintendo haven't put out another handheld because of the chip shortage. I think it's just yeah. the Switch is selling well, and they're just a strange company. I mean, um, yeah, there's no. Re- Reason you should think that Nintendo was secretly building a machine to replace the thing that's selling well. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's like, I mean, that that happens, you know. Like, yeah, things, new things come out and they're better and stuff like that. It's all iteration in this space, so. Um, but yeah, this this the Switch is a perfectly good platform. It's, it's very good. I I I really enjoyed playing on that for you know a few years, but. I'm getting increasingly sick of like, you know, strange companies doing strange things and having closed ecosystems. And it's like, 
I just want to play weird shit on my <laughs> platform. <laughs> just let me do it. You know. I mean, I think that's the the, the bizarre thing about Valve being basically the default PC space. So it is a like a monopoly. But the thing is, even though it sucks because there's so much crap that they let through, because of that, it's really flexible. Yeah. And uh it'll only be a matter of time before you can if you <coughs> want to. I mean like you can already install Windows on mm -hmm. the thing. Uh yeah. Steam Deck, which yeah, is important that, because then like you can that. play non-Steam games because yeah. it's a Linux backbone that does a lot of emulation, mm. um, which means that you can't just be like, oh, I'll put Epic on and play all my Epic games. There's some hoops and jumps, and obviously the performance under Windows, some people, are, you can YouTube it, there's some like A-B testing that's kind of remarkable of how the same hardware running their Linux optimized for video game system is just like high performance games versus putting windows on the pc and playing it off of native clients it's mm. kind of wild how linux is out pcing pc <laughs> but um yeah but yeah like about it. yeah it's like the thing is that's what i think they get right which is even though they're the they they don't they're the de facto pc gaming platform but also yeah. it's a pc we don't get to lock you out so even though this is a proprietary thing the whole Valve, everything is replaceable, fixable. They have the agreement with iFixit so that things just work. You know, I hate monopolies, and Valve has done some weird things in the past, but they've approached this thing with so, all so the well. right moves, yeah. right? Yeah. And yeah. so... That's, that's what I really like. It's like, right now I'm just playing the experience that like Valve wants most users to have right out of the box, and it's very good. But it's like, okay, I can just do something as simple as change the frame rate in a game, which you can't mm. do on Switch, let's say. Yeah. Or change the button layout. Or try and fix a broken Joy-Con, which is impossible <laughs> because the little screws to get out are impossible to take yeah. out and just stuff like that it's just or uh, or like put putting windows on to boot into it off your micro yeah. sd and then having itch.io and retro uh yeah, emulation I, and all that yeah because it's your goddamn computer that they sold you right yeah. they didn't they sold you a computer and you get to do computer things and some mm -hmm. of it is difficult but like they came up with like here's how you install windows mm -hmm. rough, yeah, like, rough and ready like that's what you I do was, just thinking, oh, could I play Game Pass games on there? And Microsoft literally have a support page for this is how you play uh, Game Pass games on your Steam Deck. And it's like, thank you. I mean, bit of tinkering, but it's like, it's there. They're not, the information's there. There's no, you know, backroot thing where you're going to have to void your entire yeah, console yeah. and stuff like that. It's just, it's, it has that support. So it's like, as soon as I you know, exhaust my, you know, backlog, which at, at this rate, if I continue yeah. on this pace, I will have no Steam games to play. <laughs> it's like, then I'll look into like, okay, should I play some emulated games on here? Should I, you know, download RetroArch on here? Should I play Game Pass games on here? Mm. It's like, you know... It, it, Endless possibilities. Possibilities. Yeah, yeah I, I, I am super jealous. 
You should be. I'm sorry. I'm sorry yeah. to say that. I, I would like to tell you. It's it's not long. October October's not far away. It, it oh, all, don't say that. All, oh my god. <laughs> it'll honestly like fly by. It's already fucking May. I mean, it's already 2022. Yeah. I was so just I, saying, I, it's I, 2022 with basically June. Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're past halfway. So, but yeah, yeah, it's 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 really good for for you know um, 1.0 hardware. Mm. Uh, I think they've done a really good job. Nice, good, Excellent. good. We'll return to this chat uh, more about Steam Deck and the, you know. I, I suppose at least, and the play date as well, and the games that nah. are coming out on I, I haven't yet played Dwarf Romantic uh, on it. I downloaded okay. it. Mm. I haven't yet played it. I want to see what that's like, because I I like that game. <laughs> yeah, Ben talked relaxed. about it a bit last week. He mm. was pulling some of the chat until you could join. Um, which one are you going to bring to the Bristol Craft? Beer festival Neither. weekend, yeah. That's my <laughs> well, not even. I guess because you're not taking. So for me, because I don't own a car, like me traveling between cities involves buses and trains. So there's always like, ah, oh, maybe I should bring my switch and play for an hour. And I was in that mindset, but of course that would be very dangerous because you would be driving most likely. Yes. See, these things are going to be in a hermetically sealed bubble until mm. they're more available. That's <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, until I can walk into Curry's and just. Buy one after I spilled beer on one of them. <laughs> um, let's finish episode 324 uh, there and return to our drinks. Lucy, I see that you're just finishing your beer. How was yeah, it? Really nice. Um, as I say, it's got that nice lemony, zesty kind of freshness to it. Mm. It's, it's a really good lager. Um, as I say, it doesn't quite have that like kind of Multi backbone or depth that some lagers have. Mm-hmm. It's mm. uh, it's far more light, but with that lightness, I think it's because it, I mean it's dry hops. I think that's why it's got like a lot of that flavor on it still. So even though it may not have all that body, it's still got a lot of flavor to it. Which mm. is nice. Um, but yeah, really good. Really impressed with that one. Good, good. Uh, Adol, how about your beer? Um. It it so that I told you to check back in with me. Um, that bitterness stopped being pithy about I was like a third of the way through. Okay, I, I lost all that sort of ooh, it's kind of rindy, and now it just has a light, um, reasonably long but light a bitter finish. Um, yeah, it it just got better. Um, the the it, the lactose was continued to smooth out and join those sort of tropical and citrus flavors. Uh, and then, then, like I said, there's just a hint of sweetness on top of that lingering bitterness. Um, mm. To but it, it the finish is so long that like as Lucy was talking about her beer was when I finally had the last sip and I kind of just finished it. I could have split it to two because I just didn't need a lot to refresh the taste and to have the whole taste curve took so long that it's very easy to nurse the beer in a way that I didn't notice that I was like, oh yeah, it's been an hour and I'm still not quite done. Mm-hmm. Um, just because it has such a nice long taste, and that that bitterness isn't like in your face, but it it's it it just stayed sort of at that medium medium light level the whole time, and it was re- it's really nice. It's a nice touch a touch of bitter that just makes you like, oh yeah, I've recently had a sip of beer, and it's like, oh, actually, it's been five minutes. You didn't recently mm-hmm. have a sip of beer, kind of thing. Nice, yeah, really, really good. Good, good. Um, the Galazaka for me, it mellowed a little bit. Which was nice. It wasn't quite as sort of earthy 
Uh, but yeah, I just like it's hard to define, at least for my palate, what those flavors actually were without saying it's kind of like an orange without the sweetness. You know, you're getting a little <laughs> bit of the pithiness, you're getting a little bit of the, the sort of the rind, um, you're getting a little earthiness, and it's maybe a little bit more melony, maybe a little bit more grapefruity, perhaps than 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 orange. Uh, I'm stripping away those kind of like those sweet notes as well, but I, I enjoyed it as I as I drank through it. I didn't get to a point in the beer where I thought, well, this is just it's you know it's a bit rubbish or I I don't not enjoying it as much as maybe I have previously. So yeah, I'm happy with Galazaka in its current state, or at least my current state, depending on whether that's changed or I've changed. Who knows? Um, if you'd like to tell us, dear friends about the beers that you're drinking and the games that you're playing whether there's a beer that you've returned to after some time and suddenly felt completely differently about it uh, you can get us at Tanked Up Cast on the socials I'm at Nova underscore 47 Lucy is at Galatasaray no Juicy Loose <laughs> sorry every time every time you said that beer I just pulled the football thing that's, that's fair. That's oh, fair. fair. What happened to Galatasaray? Nice. Where, where are they? These They're probably going to be in the Europa Conference League with us next year. <laughs> mm. uh, we'll see them soon. <laughs> um, uh, and Adol, how do people get hold of you? I'm at the Omniarch on all of the things. Perfect. Perfect. You can join us all over on Twitch, where you should come and see us recording live. We're going to roll straight into episode uh, 325. So you get two for one when you come over onto the Twitch on a Thursday night these days. We've switched back to a Thursday night. Uh, Or you can go to our YouTube page or outoflives.net to look at all of the other things. uh, Adol's first look streams, articles that people put up, reviews that we stick up as well. You know, you should do that. Come and support us. It'd be really good to see you. Or hit one of us up and we will ping you a link to our Discord server where you can come and chat to us. All the time about what you're playing, what you're drinking, just how your day's been. You know, checking mm. with some friends, have some fun, have a chat. Uh, for this episode, oh. uh, YouTube people, like, comment, subscribe, and ring that fucking bell or whatever people say. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the bell. Nice. Uh, for uh, 324, we've been tanked up. Goodbye. Bye. Ciao. What's that fuck? Oh, oh ring, like ring, the seventies disco ring, classic. Is that even by? <laughs> Just think that. <laughs> www.outoflives.net.